So we are actually creating every single second of every day that we're awake, we are creating. So we're either creating what we want or what we don't want. We're creating the appearance and manifestation of something or the absence of it. Mm. I am a woman on a mission that is dedicated to teaching you just how powerful your body was built to be. I like to do that by bringing you the latest science, the greatest thought leaders, and applicable steps that help you tap into your own internal healing power. The purpose of this podcast is to give you the power back and help you believe in yourself again. My name is Dr. Mindy Pels, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. On this episode of the Resetter Podcast, I am bringing you guys the one and only Rhonda Byrne. Now, if you do not know who Rhonda Byrne is, let me tell you, you are about to have your mind blown. She was the one that brought us The Secret. Hopefully you've heard of The Secret. It was a movie that was quite famous years ago, showing us how we can use our mind and our thoughts to create our reality. And that movie was so profound that it changed the course of positive thinking forever. And since that time, she has really evolved her thoughts into something she calls the greatest secret. And she has a new movie out. She has a new book. And what you're going to learn on this podcast is she has some new powerful techniques we can use to stop the suffering in our minds. So on this episode, we talk about several techniques that she has taught in The Secret on manifestation and how to bring all the happiness and health and wealth into your life. She has some really cool, simple techniques. But she also dives into a new process that she calls the welcoming process, which is a technique to end suffering. And I cannot think of a better moment in history to bring you this podcast. This was an incredible experience for me to be able to have this conversation with her. And I know so many of you guys are going to not only leave this podcast feeling more powerful, more filled up, more joyful, but you're going to find her techniques, something that you can use to change the course of your life. So I am so happy to bring you Rhonda Byrne. Let me know what you think. This is a really powerful experience. Enjoy. When you're in the middle of a fast, do you ever hit a wall? And then you really start to struggle. Like, I know this happens to me sometimes. Like, I'm going along, I'm feeling really good, and then bam, all of a sudden I'm out of energy, I'm starving, and it's like my brain is turned off. So check this out. If that's happened to you, there's a really good chance you're running low on minerals. Fasting makes your mitochondria produce more energy. It speeds up fat burning. It helps you make more ketones so your brain is really sharp. But the part of fasting that we don't talk enough about is that those benefits often come at an expense to your body. So you got to look at your body doing the right thing at the right time always. And when you hit that crash, it's a large chance that your body has had to use a ton of minerals to be able to supercharge you in the fasted state. 
And if your minerals are already low, you can end up depleted. So that is why I love beam minerals. They make a full spectrum mineral supplement that is perfect for fasting. It's in a liquid form. It, it literally tastes like water. You just have to take a shot halfway through your fast and you can keep going a whole lot longer without the hunger and the fatigue. So if you wanna experience this, if you wanna try it in your fasting window and see what kind of results you get, just go on over to beamminerals.com and enter the code MINDY for 20% off. And as always, let me know how it works for you. I'm really excited to bring this information to you all because you deserve to thrive in your fasted state. I can't tell you how much my listeners need some mindset work. They need some new ways. Yeah. 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 So this everybody I'm, does, everybody yeah. does, you know, yeah. unless they've done a lot of internal work um, on the mind, yeah. everybody, the mind will get you in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it yes, will. it will. Yes, it's, it will. Which is why it's, to quote, to quote pretty woman, it's a slippery little sucker. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Which, which is why yeah. I can't wait to have this conversation because um, I've been a fan of the secret for a while and uh, I still, yeah, I still have some work. To, I have a lot of work to do. So I I'm excited to jump <laughs> into this. And, and I have to start off. I got to tell you a story. I'm sure people tell you this all the time about their secret story. Right. But I got I got to start with my secret story. Uh, so I'm 51 now. Uh, when I was in college, so I was 18, 19 years old. I was a competitive tennis player, and we had a sports psychologist come to our team, and he said, "Hey, I want to do some visualization with mm-hmm. you guys. Who's up for it?" And everybody was like, "No, that's crazy." And I was like, "I'm up for it. But do it with me." And he had me put a visualization of my own voice of like my perfect match. And I would walk around with my little Walkman on and I would do this. And it was the best season I'd ever had. I was winning match after match. Mm. And I didn't really understand why. I just thought this guy did something crazy to me and it's making magic happen in my life. And then when the secret came out, I was like, that's what he did. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, because oh sports, sports psychologists are really onto that and uh, using visualization. And I mean, it was even used for the NASA astronauts as well. But I remember there are two Australian girls, volleyball players, not at all favorites for the Olympics or anything. And so they visualized winning gold. And what they did was, other than visualizing, they, they put and bought as many gold things as they could possibly find and they filled their apartment with gold, gold everywhere, gold statues everywhere and visualised and they won gold. Crazy. And they knew, they absolutely knew that it was because of the internal work that they'd done. So it all, all starts inside and then projects on the outside. Yeah. yeah and, and so it's like so simple and so difficult all at the same time. <laughs> and when the secret came out, I, we played it in my waiting room in my office. Any new staff member that came on onto my team, they had to watch it. It just was how we started being able to mm. communicate with each other. But can we start with like, how does this work? 
And why can't we do it all the time? Why do we get tripped up? And, and if it works once, why doesn't it work every time? Right. Well, it's working all the time. Mm. It's just that we're creating a lot of the time we're creating what we don't want. And so we're energizing thoughts of things that we don't want and then they will manifest. So we are actually creating every single second of every day that we're awake. We are creating. So we're either creating what we want or what we don't want. We're creating the appearance and manifestation of something or the absence of it. Mm. And the absence of it comes about from not believing that you can have it or not believing that you've got it already, which is what we need to do. Because in manifesting, you need to take time out of the equation. I mean, time is just relative. It's for laws, time doesn't exist. You know, there's no time for the law of gravity. And so, and so when you want to manifest something, you have to see it as having it now, as you would have done with your visualization, Mm. right? You were seeing yourself playing the perfect match before Mm -hmm. you played the perfect match. Mm. So that's the way that it works. And so people have to, what we have to do is use the mind for what it was, what it was created for, which was to, to create, be, do, and have all of the things that we want to be, do, and have in this physical world. And then really do some internal work so that we don't energize thoughts that we don't want. Yeah, you know, hard. and and the mind, if if you haven't done any internal work and managed to get yourself to a place where you've created a little bit of separation between you and thoughts so that you can see your thoughts rather than being your thoughts, right, rather than being hypnotised by your thoughts. Because a lot of the time we are just creating, it's just sloppy thinking really, we're just creating, we get caught up in a conversation and we're, we're like, you know, caught up in a drama and we're talking about all of the things that we don't want. We're talking about sickness. We're talking about disease. We're talking about well, all of the things we don't want. And as we speak of those things, we're bringing them to us. So, so all of this is just... Uh, This has been known for thousands of years. I mean, you go through all of the spiritual traditions, they just had different ways of expressing it, but it's the same thing. And it's a mental universe. That's the easiest way for me to put it. Yeah. You know, it is, is everything is mind. Yeah. It's all mind. Yeah. And yet the, what I, my experience with using the tool is that sometimes the absence of what you're trying to create in your life and it's not showing up and it's not showing up and you're trying to, you know, think a little harder and think a little harder. Let me get my mind. And that just creates more resistance. Yes. So yes. how do we, and then I, I, I like what you said about when we start talking about the absence of it, we just magnify the energy of the fact that it's not there. That's right. What do we do in that moment? Do we just stop and go, what am I doing? Do we have tools to retrain our thinking? When that yeah, happens, because, because we're actually the most powerful being in the universe and we can manifest anything, anything, absolutely anything, with just a single, um, a single thought that we don't contradict. 
Mm. So one thought, one effortless thought, we just think it. And if we don't contradict that thought, it absolutely must manifest. The problem is, is that we think about what we want. And then as you say, we're like, it's not here yet. And the moment we say that, you know, because we believe that, there's belief behind that. It's not here yet. Straight away, you cancelled out the manifestation. You created a new one. It's not here yet. And that will keep manifesting. It's not here yet. It's not here yet. It's not here yet. When is it going to show up? When is it going to show up? All of that, you, we will keep perpetuating that absence of it. And so, and so one thing that I used to do was if I would find a thought or think, oh, it's not here yet or whatever, I would just use that uh, to reaffirm that I have this already, mm. that I already have it and get that feeling that I already have it and just really, really sit with that feeling. And, I mean, sometimes we have beliefs like I don't deserve it or, you know, you've, you've got to struggle to get anywhere, you know, nothing comes easy, you don't get things for free, all of those thoughts. <laughs> You have to work hard for money. Yep. You've got to struggle. All of those things. None of those things are true. Absolutely none of them. And we know because if you look in the world, there are people who don't work hard and struggle and they've got abundance. Yep. You know, so it doesn't apply to everybody. It just depends on what our belief is. And so it's worth putting in the work on um, noticing the language that we use, how we talk, and then picking ourselves up and saying, whoa, that's a belief. You know, mm. I do believe you have to work hard and struggle. Mm. I do. That's a belief. And really kind of see that actually isn't a real thing. It's just a belief that I have, but it will manifest itself always until we let the belief go. And so, and so, yeah, so what I do to manifest, I mean, I just easier than we think it is it's way easier all you have to do is have an image of what you want and feel good about that and for it to be effortless mm. like effortless like the lighter you can make it the faster it will manifest you know whereas if we're like this like all kind holding of on. Yep. yeah holding then then we're contracted we're resisting and resistance stops all manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. So um what what's the what's the difference between effortless and detached? Are they the same thing? Oh question. Yeah. They're the same thing. Effortless, detached, disinterest, disinterest, kind okay. of. So you know what's the best thing that you could be is like, um, wouldn't it be lovely if I had a new car? Wouldn't that be lovely? That is a real effortless thought. That has no resistance in it because you're just like, oh, wouldn't that be lovely to have a new car, um, a white one, a Porsche, uh, you know, <laughs> universe, I don't want a Porsche. <laughs> 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 you got to be careful what you say now, huh? <laughs> um, but if it's really effortless like that, so sometimes if we say, wouldn't it be nice that can kind of remove some of the resistance mm -hmm. that we have. Whereas, you know, if we're, if we're saying, oh, I have a new white Porsche and your subconscious mind says, no, you don't, that's a lie. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I do. I have it. I feel it. I'm driving it. I got it. 
Yeah. And so, so you have to be light and playful with it. And yes, it's like light as a feather. Um, yeah. It's the it's a truly is the lightest touch. Right. Yeah. And that's how we're creating all the time. Yeah. You know, if you think about, if people think about um, a circumstance, for example, you might be walking down the street and you think of somebody you haven't seen for ages and they ring on your phone or you see them across the street and you had the thought, it was really effortless, right? It was mm. it was just a thought that comes in and goes out and it was effortless. And next thing the person rings, you're like, oh, I can't believe it. I was just thinking about you, you know? And, and so it was an effortless thought. It manifests mm. really, really fast. So mm. the lighter that we can be, the number, number one thing is everybody listening deserves absolutely everything they want. Yeah. Deserve it. You deserve it <laughs> totally, absolutely, completely deserve it, no matter what, no matter what's happened in your life, no matter where you are now, no matter what you've done, no matter what you haven't done, whatever you are wanting to do, be, do or have in your life, you deserve it. You just have to, you know, because the mind starts to say, no, you don't deserve it. Yeah. You know, you didn't do anything for that. You know, that's, you know, that's not right. You shouldn't have that. You know, you have to, um, you have to work really hard to make your company successful. You don't have to work seven days a week, little sleep. You know, yeah. and then you have a lot of people saying, you know, oh, I, I, I got a, I did really well, but I worked really, really, really hard, yeah. and I've done both. Okay, mm-hmm. I have worked really, really, really hard, thinking that it was the working really, really, really hard that brought about the success. It wasn't. It was all the mental that brought about the success. Mm-hmm. It was me believing in what I was doing that brought about the success not the not the work not the physical work have you ever had that moment where you have a thought about something you'd love to see show up in your life and you just feel it in your core like like i heard, i've heard you talk about the secret like you just knew it was going to be success I yeah and i know that when i get to that place i know it's coming it's like yeah. i feel but then there's times that i'm like i really want this thing but i can't get my body to I can't embody it. Yeah. Are there are there techniques we use, or is that when you really just start to put your focus on things that make you happy and stay in gratitude, so that you can just keep in the energy of manifestation and not feel resistance? I think you gave the perfect answer. I that feeling of knowing is what you're talking about. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. Absolutely nothing better. Um, you just know it's you just know it's going to manifest. It's just uh, um, and with the secret, yes, I did know. I I knew exactly what it was going what it was going to do. So, um, and you know what? I don't get that knowing feeling on everything. Mm. I can get a very strong belief, mm. but not that knowing on absolutely everything. Um, and so it, it is best to just stay in gratitude, mm. to feel really good, to just be happy, and because that kind of keeps you away from the resistance of I don't have it yet. Yeah. And so just being happy. And I mean, if we wanted to manifest something and we felt that I'm gonna be happy whether I'm happy whether I get it or whether I don't, it will manifest in a flash. 
Amazing. If we really, really feel that way, oh, I'm I'm happy no matter what, you know. If if it happens, great. If not, that's fine too. It'll manifest really fast because we have zero resistance. Yeah. Right. Zero. Yeah. So it's that's really what it's all about is resistance. Yeah. And I and I've observed that in my own life. Um, I studied Abraham Hicks for a little while, and you know. They talk about that. And it is when I feel resistance towards something, I go up, you're not, this is not the path you want to be. So a trick that I've learned is, okay, I'll scan the things in my life and I'll say, what excites you right now? And I'll just obsess on that thing. So I can take my focus off of trying to solve problems. Is that being Pollyannish or is it... Is it part of a manifestation just to totally make a different turn with your mind? No, I think it's I I think it's a really great idea. Um, I don't have anything. I, I don't have a problem with Pollyanna. Actually, <laughs> I love. I, She's I a friend love, of yours, huh? <laughs> I, I love that Walt Disney movie. <laughs> really, I really did. Um, you know what? We're not meant to suffer. We really are not meant to suffer. And if if we focus on the things that we see as wrong or the things that we think are problems or we'll suffer and we're not meant to. So we are absolutely going down the wrong path when we do that. And I would say anything that has us feel better, um, whatever path that is, whatever we choose to do to feel better is so much better for our life because when we're happy, we're actually on the frequency of everything that we want, right? Mm. All the things that we want to make us happy are on the frequency of happy. Mm. And so when we're happy, like that's, I think I wrote in the secret, the shortcut to get whatever you want is to be happy now. Mm. And when you're happy now, you know, everything, everything just comes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think any path, I think what, what, you were doing was a really great thing to do and yeah anything to not suffer or uh unnecessarily I say don't suffer at all actually and I've done a lot of suffering yeah (laughs) in in my life but it was through all of that suffering that I decided I'm not going to suffer anymore no more I'm going to find the truth so that I don't suffer anymore Mm, yeah that do you, you don't you don't ever get a suffering thought in a day no no that's no. and how many years has that been? Is that are we talking decades? You've had that thinking? No, you know, no, probably five years. Okay, five years. I've been what four, four years? What are we? It's beginning of two sixteen. So five years, and I've been working on it since then. And of course, with the secret, I already became very, very aware of my thoughts mm. because I knew without a doubt that that thoughts manifested. And even at that time, I didn't understand the enormity Mm. of reality and the universe and how it is all mind. And I remember I used to say everything is mine, but now I understand that at a whole new level. Mm. So so I just think if we can, um, you know, uh, I lost my trade of thought then because I completely digress, but uh, no, yeah. and, and I no, don't know I, where I was. I don't know where I was. Well, one of the things that's that one you, other good. What's one other good thing? 
when you when you're not allowing the mite to run you run ah. you, um, you you don't you can't sort of pluck on memory so much anymore because memories some of our memories are not uh, and that's a lot of work I've done too is letting go of, of memories mm. that uh, you know one would consider traumatic memories and also letting go of those as well so um, yeah so anyway I, I do remember now <laughs> five years um five years working on it and it's just bit by bit just letting really I've been just releasing and letting go for the last mm-hmm. five years but um but it doesn't take five years I mean the 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 teacher who Lester Levinson who who taught releasing and letting go he um did it in three months wow you know so I took I I, I took a long time to do yeah. it but already within a really short amount of time, you notice that um, you're not buying into things so much anymore. And mm. so while my thinking was very positive from the secret and I was very aware of my thoughts, by the time I got to 216, there were things that were happening that were outside of my creation. Because mm. you create your own reality and you can't create in somebody else's. So I had a lot of very difficult situations that were out beyond my creation. And that is what had me seek how can suffering end forever? Yeah. Um, which is which yeah, you've which wrote you've, got to. Yeah, and you've written about it in The Greatest Secret. And yeah. I, I want I want to talk a little bit about that because it thank thank you for sending me the book. I, I oh, devoured that. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. oh, that's wonderful. Oh, hi, I, I highlighted it, marked all of it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it, again, you you were quenching my thirst for an elevation of, of my thoughts. And I had been asking myself if there was a different way I could look at my thoughts, if it wasn't all about controlling my thoughts. And what I yeah. gleamed from The Greatest Secret is we are not our thoughts. We're not, no. We certainly are not. We're not our mind. And and all that our thoughts are is, is the mind. That's all that the mind is. It's just a bunch of thoughts, bunch of memories and thoughts. And we are not those. No, the mind, our mind and thought are a tool, but mm. they are not who we are. And, and how you know that you are not that is because if you had, if, if we were our thoughts or we were our mind and our mind is only thoughts, then every time we had a thought, a little and and it went, a little bit of us would disappear with it. Mm. So a thought would come and go. And if we notice we're here before a thought comes and we're here fully intact after it goes. And so we're the one that's watching those. We mm. are the incredible being that we are that is very silently sitting in the background of our life Mm. and we're not noticing it because the world is so razzle-dazzle and the mind is so busy, busy, and all of that is covering up the wonderful one that we truly are um, that's just watching the whole parade go by. And that one is the one, the knowing one. When you had that knowing, that was, that was, the, the true everlasting eternal you 
is had when you moment. have that core like yeah mm, that some this deep that's sense. the real you that's yeah. the real you because the real you is knowing yeah that's one of its qualities that nothing else can be knowing but but the one that you really are the yeah. eternal one and so we have this incredible body and this amazing world full of all spectacular things to enjoy um but this is just temporary mm. you know the body is just temporary it's not who we are either and the mind just isn't who we are and so we need to use it for what it's meant for which is to create what we want mm. and not allow it to be our psychiatrist beat us up our torturer our um yeah our psychotherapist and not to give it that authority because yeah most of the time we've given it ultimate authority over us. And so we will believe a thought as it comes into our head. I remember this wonderful teacher, Adi Ashanti, hmm. and when he was a child, he looked at adults and he couldn't understand why they believed their own thoughts. He thought it was incredible that adults hmm. believe their own thoughts can you imagine being a child and realizing that? I mean, their uh, majority of the population believe their own thoughts as though they are fact and as though they are reality. Yeah. And of course, when we believe them, ooh, then they manifest like yeah. that. <laughs> you so know? it's it just perpetuates, and then you believe it more because you see the evidence of it. <laughs> it's exactly. it's it's crazy. And I, I, when I read The Greatest Secret, I like got this. It's almost like I got like somebody gave me a new pair of glasses oh, good. and I put it on and I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on up here? I don't have to believe it all the time. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So so talk a little bit about one of the techniques that you give in that book that I love. And I've been practicing and I've I've stumbled a little bit. So I'd, I I want to. Oh, good. Uh, pick your we brain help, on this we can help you with it yeah <laughs> that's good i love it it's the welcoming process yeah how that and i just had a ton of family in my house uh and my sister you know came my big sister was with me for two weeks my grown daughter's home you know with me and so all this you know tension was surrounding me and i oh, thought yeah. we'll just welcome it yeah that was hard how was it yeah. So explain to us the welcoming process and does it get easier as you do it more? Yes. Like, like right now, um, for example, in the, uh, two nights ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had like a really high temperature. Well, amazing. Cause I never have anything like that. And my body felt really hot and I thought, Whoa, this is weird. So what I did was I just welcomed it right out of existence like explain yeah. that so what is that like so, what's the thought process like I'm so happy you're here like yeah, do you agree so, the, so the thing is the thought process is you wanting to get yourself to the no thought then mm. it will be released mm. and so and so what the welcoming practice is just helping you get to be before the mind or over the mind, you're going to jump over the mind. So everything that I suggest for the welcoming practice, and I'll go through it with you now, is for one reason only, and that is to have the mind just drop mm. so that there, the mind isn't there because when the mind isn't there, everything comes back into harmony immediately, including your body. 
okay? And just because everything's energy. And so if there's anything manifesting in the body, it's energy and it will just leave. So, and so it's always hard to describe something that is ethereal, you know, that's invisible. Mm -hmm. But I seem to write only about invisible things. (laughs) We appreciate that. We're grateful for that. Yeah, right. Um, And so welcoming is like surrendering. I'm going to use a lot of words so everybody can get the feeling of it. Um, Welcoming is releasing any negative energy, whether that's negative thoughts, negative ideas about subject, negative feelings, negative memories, traumatic memories, um, even physical sensations. And so all of those things can be released and through the welcoming practice. And so it's releasing. It's also known as letting go. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also known as surrendering. And so basically what we're doing is we're getting ourselves to a place of effortlessness. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, So if you open your attention all, all of the time, we are focused. We, our attention is completely focused. It's narrowed in and that's the mind. The mind, we focus on one thing after another, after another, a thought inside, outside, we're always focused. And so what we want to do is we want to drop the mind and therefore open our open our attention so we're not focused anymore. So if you imagine that you're focused on something and right now everybody most likely is focused, so you know what that feels like, that focus. You can okay. tell what it feels like. And so what I want you to do is you've got your attention on something is I want you to just open your attention, open it up. And when you open your attention, you should just have a moment of stillness of no mind when you open it. So open your attention and just stay like that. Mm. And that's actually it. Because when you open your attention, you are releasing. So say, for example, um, when I had that, the body was hot and everything. So when I had that, um, I just immediately opened my attention. Now I've been doing it so much that it's just, I I don't even do anything. I don't even feel like I do anything. But I just open my attention. And what what people will feel is you feel with the moment you open your attention is you feel some relief mm-hmm. in the body, right? Yeah. 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 Straight away you feel some relief. That's all you do. That is it. Just open your attention and then whatever was negative around you will be released. So if it was a belief, like if you spot a belief, for example, or if you have a traumatic memory and you bring that traumatic memory to mind or you just get an image of it and you hadn't thought about it for a long time, but now an image of it just appeared, an image appeared of it because it's ready to be released. Okay. That's why it's appeared. And so straight away you can just open your attention, which is like, you know, I think I explained in The Secret when you're taking a photograph and you're taking a close-up and you're focused on an object or a face, for example, and you open up the lens, so you're taking a wide shot, then you're not focused on anything Mm. at all. It's just the whole picture. Nothing in the picture has any 
um, priority over anything else or any focus over anything else. It's a similar kind of thing is in terms of opening your attention. And I think one of the things that I said too is for welcoming is that it can sometimes help to open our arms yeah. out. And the reason for that is we are often very contracted mm-hmm. without realising it. Yeah. Um, for example, I've just been to the dentist and I was in the dentist chair <laughs> And I'm usually really relaxed. They say I'm a great patient and I feel I'm fine. But I, for one second, I just saw that my hands were, Mm. I kind of had them across and they were really sort of clenched. I was so surprised that the body was doing that. And so what I did was I just took my hands and I put my hands with my palms Mm. face up on the chair. And you can't be or tensed up if your mm. palms are facing up, right? Because Ooh, that's that. like a real position of surrender. Yeah. So that's why the welcoming practice, because you open your arms and your palms up and you are kind of surrendering. Um, and that also helps you kind of open your attention as well. And so all, you know, Probably when people first start out, when you open your attention, you'll just have a brief second of relief mm-hmm. and the mind will be back. Mm. It'll boom, jump back in and, okay. and sort of, you know, be dancing around saying, look at this, hey, look at this, she shouldn't have said that, you're going to be late, you know, where did you put your phone? <laughs> yes. All of those kinds of meetings, right? It does and that. So, yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> yeah. the time. You know, like an incessant flatmate who never ever shuts up that's right right? from the time you wake up in the morning is just non-stop chitter 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 so but you you can have a life where that isn't the case so so yeah so that's what it's really like opening your attention so what I hear is it's more of a welcoming of a broader sense and a broader energy. Whereas when we're trying to solve problems, we tend to be contracted and tight. So what you're saying is welcome a a bigger perspective of you. Yes. Because all we're trying to do is get the mind out of the way. Yeah. You see, the, the mind is wonderful if you're applying it for what you want. But in any case, Life will deliver to each and every one of us far more than we can even imagine or conjure up with our mind. But And so the really wonderful thing is in opening your attention, the body will automatically begin cleaning itself. It's like my teacher would say, a self-cleansing mechanism. And so for the time that your attention is open, then all of the energy is being released. And mm. that energy is what keeps us unhappy Mm-hmm. You know, um, right. that yeah. makes us sick. Yeah, it makes us know? sick for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those things. And so being able to open your attention like that or release in the welcoming practice, it's just the best thing. Like for me, the most powerful thing any human being can do in their life mm-hmm. because that is what I have done. And just when things appear, if I notice there's an opinion about something, I would just be like, whoa, look at that you know, Mm -hmm. and just release it and then memories and just release it and uh, any kind of subject that maybe had an emotional charge around it and just release it. And there isn't anything that can get me 
disturbed anymore. And I'll just say to everybody, you've got to do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just be free because you will be free of the torment of your mind and emo- and emotional, negative emotions and emotional disruption mm-hmm. in your life. And just to be free of that, to wake up and be free of that is just oh, the best. Profound. Hey, Recenters, as we step into the new year, I am so thrilled to invite you on an extremely transformative journey with me in my Reset Academy. So check this out. If you're ready to kickstart your fasting and health journey, which I know so many of you have reached out to us and asked how you customize a fasting lifestyle for you, my Reset Academy is the absolute best place to be. So here's what you get in the academy, and I like to think of it in terms of a complete picture. So imagine being surrounded by people who understand your journey, who are passionate for fasting, who want to lift you up and will support you every step of the way. My academy is not just me, my team, but it is an incredible group of people that are all dedicated to building fasting lifestyles and supporting each other in it. This is why I created the Reset Academy. So when you join, you gain access to all the exclusive calls where my team and I share the latest insights, we answer your burning questions, and we guide you towards your health goals. That's not it. We didn't stop there. By becoming a member, you're not just investing in a membership, but you're investing in yourself. I am such a fan of setting you up to win this year. And my academy is the best place I know to do that. I want to keep you focused. I want you to customize this for you. And I want you to succeed at your health goals this year. End of story. So if you're ready to unlock your fullest potential and embrace a fasting lifestyle, join me. If it feels good, join me. And let's make this year an incredible year for us all. So all you got to do is go visit drmindypels.com slash reset academy to become a member. I can't wait to welcome you. I can't wait to see you on the Zoom calls. I can't wait to be in community with you. And most importantly, let's get your health goals handled and let's do this together. It's so much better together. Together. So that's drmindypels.com slash reset academy. Excited to see you there. Do you think talking about our problems helps us in any way? Talking about the solutions helps us. Okay. <laughs> but if, if, if we look at the law of energy, then anything that we, and the law of mind, then anything we focus on will gets bigger. As simple as that. Yeah. You know, there's just no way around that. So if we we, get really powerful, we're so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So if we get with a friend and we start bitching about something with our friend, we're only magnifying that problem. Yeah. 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 We're We're not helping ourselves feel any better. We may, I I actually think you get a dopamine rush maybe in the moment. Yeah, you might. But Mm -hmm. that's it. It's almost like it's addictive. Yeah. It's uh, focusing on our problems. Isn't the answer. Finding the solutions is is the answer and and do you know the funny thing is when you release or when you, you've done releasing just don't have any more problems mm. you know nothing appears as a problem at yeah. all oh, yeah you're that. just so easy about everything and uh 
and just to be free of that too. I mean, I understand, you know, people go to therapists and they, you know, talk through problems and and I'm not, that's up to everybody to, right. you know, what they want to do in that regard. But uh, in terms of the way life works, what we focus on, we magnetize in our life. Yeah. Yeah. And so... so is there language you need, we can use? I'll use the example. Um, when my sister got divorced, this was a couple, you know, 15 years ago, um, we were just learning about the law of attraction. And mm. so we had a deal with each other where she would call me and she'd be like, I need to vent for five minutes. And then I'm going to turn, I, I, I want to turn and I need you to help me turn to the, like what you just said to the mm. solution. And it was really beautiful. And it then all of a sudden the venting became two minutes and then it became one minute. And then we right. got more excited about talking about the solution. Right. Can, can we bring the concepts you're teaching to our relationships and change the languaging with the people closest to us and say, hey, I don't want to bitch about stuff anymore. I want to move more towards the solution. How do we how do we come up with a common language with people so that we can create better conversations in our life? Or mm. do we just walk away from the ones where people are complaining around us? Or does it not matter because we can't control anybody around us? Well, we can't control anybody around us. And and the the, the happier you become, then then you're not going to come into contact with the complaining ones. Yes. You know, because the the just the law of energy will keep you apart. So when they're complaining, you won't be around them. And or it doesn't affect you in any way. You completely mm. see that the one that is complaining is believing the thoughts in their mind mm. and that they're doing it to themselves. Mm. You know, they're hurting themselves. And and it's up to everybody to find their way to happiness. I mean, in the end, we all have the same destination. You know, we're all going to go home. And yeah. um, and so for some, some will go home earlier than others. And and but every single one of us will go home and every one of us is eternal. So so you know, we could probably really lighten up about lighten up about this physical physical world. Yeah. I'm just trying to think what I did. I, with the secret, I was aware that it was so important for me to feel good that if I woke up, let's just say, on the wrong side of the bed and something aggravated me and I just wouldn't answer my phone, I wouldn't open emails because I knew on that frequency of aggravation Mm. All the aggravating circumstances would come into my would life. Keep coming. And so I we created in the secret, secret shifters, things, mm. you know, to put on a piece of music that really sort of made your heart sing. And and so these days I would say, so that's what I did for the secret and it worked brilliantly. But these days, jumping then to the greatest mm. secret, I would see every one of those circumstances as the greatest gift to be mm. given and I would release mm. because everything's an inside job. Mm. Like everything, it's all an inside job and you can be free of 
any impatience you feel about somebody else or any drama that you feel, you can be free of it. And just the moment it appears and the moment you've got emotion is the time that you can just open your attention. Mm. And so in the welcoming practice, you are not trying to change anything. To give people an idea of what we're doing here is you're not trying to change what you're feeling. You're not trying to fix it. You're not trying to get rid of it. You're not trying to do any of that. You are allowing it to be here just as it is. Mm. And in the allowing of it to be here, it evaporates. Amazing. Because the only thing that makes it stay is our resistance to it. Interesting. So that person that's driving you crazy, you Mm. could say, oh, I'm so happy you're driving me crazy today. I, because now I get to practice the welcoming practice. And you get to release some energy and that person, and this is the truth, that person appeared to press that button of yours because you are ready to be free of aggravation. Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's powerful. why they're there. Every single person in your life is an angel, truly, mm. delivering something to you to enable you to be free. Every circumstance is the, is the same, has the same purpose. And so, I mean, I love it now if something comes up and it and I feel a charge, like it's so alien Mm. That when I feel a charge, like I'm almost like, well, that's what it feels like. I I used to think (laughs) like that. I've forgotten what it used to feel like. Um, And then I just, you know what? The moment I notice that it's gone, like it's so fast now, there's kind of nothing for it to stick to, you know. And it's a beautiful thing because we are really, really um, governed by our feelings. We do everything based on how we're feeling. You know, we'll move towards something because we think it will make us happier or we will move away from something because we think we will not be as happy Mm. with it. And so we are constantly playing this game all of the time and that's where we have given authority to the mind because Mm. the mind is our emotions too. Mm. I mean, it's it's got the two things together. It's got thoughts and feelings and together those things create memories and beliefs. And it's just like this little package that can send us round and round the mulberry bush. Yes, <laughs> yes, it can, which is why I love the tool. I thank you for clarifying the welcoming practice, because I actually went back to the book, read it a couple of times, that one section. I, I practiced it and now I, I feel much clear, more clear on it. Oh, so. good, good. I know, I know it's uh, I know it's a little tricky uh, for sure for people. And uh, I know because I do some lives, you know, Facebook and Instagram lives and and people asking questions and often there will be a question around it Mm. and I just use that opportunity to go over it again and and I know I've received some letters from people where they said they'd read the book and they're really struggling with the welcoming practice and then they watched the live and they're like, oh, I got it because you said something differently. But... Yeah, it's worth it to persevere because it is your path to absolute happiness. And, of Mm. course, as you release all of those things, everything you've ever wanted comes to you. 
Crazy. It just falls yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, when I hear you talk, I think we're doing life all wrong. People are all in wrong. general. Yeah, totally right. It's opposite. Life works in the opposite way. Yeah. What we think. Yeah. So what, how do we, and then I think, oh my gosh, if we could get everybody to understand what you understand, the world would be a really different pl- place. There would be a lot, a lot less suffering, but it yeah. starts with us figuring it out for ourselves. It does. Yeah. And everybody, um, you know, my teacher used to say to me that uh, you haven't suffered enough yet. You know, if we were not seeing, if I was not seeing something or she would say, you just haven't suffered enough yet. When you've suffered enough, then you'll do it. And truly, I think it's the case. Mm. You know, even though none of us want to suffer, but we keep doing the same things over and over and over and and inflicting suffering and sabotaging our own life. Every single person should have everything that they ever want. And um and if we are not experiencing that, having that, if we are not happy all of the time, then it's because we are doing something that is robbing us of our true nature mm. because we are happiness, we are beauty, we are innocence and love and um, all the intelligence and power that there is. And so any thought that is contradictory to that is sabotaging us. We are far Crazy. more than just this human experience. far far more crazy and who we are is here all of the time Mm. all of the time crazy so I'll ask you what I asked Bruce Lipton when I spoke with him in uh, the spring you know there has been a lot of swirling chaos just in the world in general I feel like in the well I think everybody would agree but that there's a part of me that says maybe there's a breakthrough happening maybe there, to your point, people are starting to suffer so much that they're now open to hearing another way. Do you think we're having a, a breakthrough as a society right now? I don't think you believe in breakdowns, I would I would guess, now that I've spoken with you. Um, I, I think in the world we will see, and if we look back through history, there were times where, uh, where life was very dark and thinking mm. was very dark. And then there will be a time where there seemed to be light to come through. Mm -hmm. Like a hundred years ago, there were all of the new thought leaders. And for some years, there was just this incredible kind of light and people realizing the power of their thoughts. And then it was so extraordinary as the century continued the last century, it gradually sort of, you know, closed over Mm. and so went back into the darkness again. So there's like this cycle, mm. cycles, I think, that happen. And without a doubt, and it doesn't have to be this way, I want to say to everybody, yeah. is it doesn't have to be that you have to suffer to see your way out. Yes. It just Thank does you. seem to happen that way. Yeah. And But it's not true. It is not true. I mean, yeah. all of the big breakthroughs I've had is when I was really suffering. <laughs> But it's like hitting a wall. Yeah, I I know it doesn't have to be that way at all. Um, It's just, I think you're right. I think when we're suffering, we really open up and we listen. Yeah. Right. And people, I think with the with the current situation in the world and the and COVID, 
people experience fear at a level that they've potentially not experienced before. And young people were so afraid that the world was going to end mm. and uh, and they had never experienced anything like that. So it was, a, I think it was an incredible wake up call mm-hmm. to the world yeah. um, that you, you're going the wrong way. And you can be sure when we have something, a global situation like this that affects everybody, that we are being made to take a right turn or a left turn, but, you know, we're being turned. And I, I think for sure that's what happened because I, we people had the idea that all safety and security came from working hard and having yes. money. And But do you know what? There was no safety and security or there was the appearance of no safety and security yes. when this swept through. It didn't matter what kind of house you had or what kind right. of car, right? This was not a chooser of uh, of wealth or not wealth or or working hard. Yes. or um, And so, therefore, I, I just think uh, it was a really wonderful message in that way mm-hmm. to, because we have been very materialistic. Yes, and um, and so it helped us see that there's way more to life than that. I mean, happiness is we all want to be happy. And and I would say to anybody, you deserve to have whatever ever you want. But those things will never give you permanent happiness. Yes. What the only thing that will give you permanent happiness is discovering who you are. And Love that it. will give you permanent happiness and that can never be shaken. And, and then when you discover that, then everything you've ever wanted kind of comes to you and you don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. There is a little bit when I've manifested some amazing things, I've had this, like, it's almost like it shows up and I'm like, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah it's like, right not like, yeah, it's, it's so just natural, right? Knew that it's, was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so natural. I yeah. have so many things happen in my life and, to me, they're just life, and and I don't even sort of think anymore. Oh, wow! I manifested that. I'm just like, yep, that's right. That's yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. the way it works. Yeah, amazing. Well, let me finish up on. I have five questions for you um, that I want to finish on. I and yeah. I just I I just really want to tell you how much. Not only do I appreciate your wisdom, your time, but I've watched some of those lives that you do on Facebook and you can really tell how much you care, how much you want people to grasp this. Like it, it, there is such an authentic quality to you that is so attractive. And I just want to appreciate you for that. Thank you so much. It's incredible. It means um, I'm a big, big supporter of human beings. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I I am here for I am here for human beings and yeah. um I just feel that we are incredibly courageous to take on mm. this physical environment and the duality and all all of it incredibly courageous yeah um especially considering who we are and so the idea of being able to help one being to be free mm. is just overwhelming, right? It's yeah. absolutely overwhelming. So yeah. and you you get that sense from you, and I I encourage everybody to go stalk you on 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 YouTube and Facebook because your your Q and A lives you. are incredible. Oh, thank so, you. So let me start off with this question: you had you, you've been on a, quite a journey over the last couple of years. Lots of new mm. teachings have entered your mind. 
if there was a book or a teaching that you would encourage people to go seek out outside of your own, is what what would that be? And books, we we really lean on a lot of books on this podcast. So is there yeah, a book I'll you would recommend? Yes. Yeah, so um, Lester Levinson was extraordinary mm. and uh, he didn't write any books, but his quotes and everything were put down in books. And uh, Hale Dwoskin, who is in The Greatest Secret, he became the um, carer of that work. And so he has put all of Lester's teachings into a book, which is called Happiness is Free. Mm. Um, and mm. so it is filled with all of Lester's books, uh, all of Lester's work. And Lester was the original person who did the releasing. So uh, so that book is absolutely wonderful. Um, I have the original book that of Lester's by my bedside table and um and that is called The Keys to Ultimate Freedom. But all of that that's in that is in Happiness is Free. And The Keys to Ultimate Freedom is out of print and the copies cost hundreds oh. of dollars. And you can right. get it for $14.95 with Happiness is Free. Beautiful. My The book that I love so much, and I even get tears in my eyes when I think of this book um, and this teacher is Robert Adams' uh, Silence of the Heart. Mm. And that book, I just can't explain what it is about that book. That book affects me so deeply. Um, I love Robert Adams as a teacher. I think he was incredible. He also taught, you know, if I were to put it into my language, he as a teacher taught The Secret and The Greatest Secret, the two of them combined. And um, Are there... Yeah. Does he have several books? I, I He does. Yeah. He, again, he didn't write, so it was just somebody taking down everything that he said. Right. Um, here's another book. I think it's like The Secret to Happiness. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've heard um, you talk about uh, The Science of Getting Rich. That's a great well, book. That book, yes, we have free on our website. Beautiful. And that was the book that woke me up to yeah. the, my first real wake-up. Um, so the science of getting rich is the science of getting richer is really wonderful by Wallace Waddles. Yeah. So you can pick that up for free on the secret.tv. Wow. Um, let me think. I mean, there is a free pamphlet of Ramana Maharshi's, mm. um, that is really wonderful. And I've forgotten what it's called, but if you go on Ramana Maharshi's website, we are actually going to be having it on our website. Beautiful. So if you want to hang about for a little bit, we will have it on there and it's a free, it's a free pamphlet. And I think it's just wonderful. He was an incredible teacher. I mean, I read all of the new thought leaders. Like I read every one of them. So I, I sense that. Oh, yeah. And I when was, you, when you say you trained your mind, a part of that was reading all these books and learning yeah, from all these. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, and just realizing the incredible power of the mind. And, yeah. and I, and also I had had experiences of that in my life because I, I got really interested in hypnosis and mm. in, in just in terms of self-hypnosis, so to remove any habits and things like that really, really early on in my life. And, in fact, we were just talking about this the other day when, when I was going to this hypnotherapist and I told him I was about to have a tooth pulled and he said, oh, I'll give you a hypnotic suggestion so you don't need any anaesthetic. 
And I said, okay. And so he gave me the suggestion. I went to the dentist and said, I don't need anything for this tooth. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to pull your teeth <laughs> And I said, no, I don't need anything. I've had a, I've had a hypnotic suggestion. And he said, okay, I tell you what, I will put the whatever those dental things are. They're like pliers, right? Right. And he said, I'm just going to wiggle it a little bit the tiniest little bit and you put up your hand the moment you feel something and he just took it out whoa yeah yeah so so I've had things like that in my life you know where um where I just began to see the power of the mind so really when I had the when I read the science of getting rich which was the beginning of just a huge awakening for me yeah I I was off and running I was just everything fell it was fell into place You know, I looked at everything in my life. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I created that and that and that and that and that. And, um, yeah. How much is celebration important when when you do see a manifestation? I've heard some people say you should just celebrate it so you keep that energy going. Is that necessary? Um, I find being really grateful is the best thing you can do. Yes, Gratitude yeah. of that if, Yeah. If you're yeah. really grateful, because that's of the heart. Yes. And um, and so if you're really grateful, then you just cemented a whole lot more things right. to come. Beautiful. And so just being grateful, uh, I mean, that's the best way for anybody to turn their life around in, in less than 24 hours mm, is gratitude. Yeah. Love it. Gratitude, really sincere, deep gratitude. For years, I used to do gratitude when I woke up in the morning. This was following the sacred and during the making of the documentary, I would do gratitude until I had tears in my eyes absolutely every morning. That's and then I would get out of bed and walk to the bathroom, thank you, with each foot as I walked to the bathroom. And so gratitude's extraordinary, yeah, wow. really wow. extraordinary. If you could go back to your 25-year-old mm. self mm. and give her some advice, mm. what would you say to her? Okay. You create your own reality. <laughs> I would say um, nothing is what it appears to be. Mm. Oh, I love that. And open to the possibility of anything. Yeah, love that. Because one of the things that we do is we love to say we have an open mind. If we describe ourselves, you know, I've got a great sense of humor and I have an open mind. <laughs> but most for most of us, we don't have an open That's mind. not real. That's not what no. we're practicing. No. Yeah. Yes. And so to just open to the possibility that the world is not what it appears to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, so it, that, that's just that little bit, you know, because the moment we can just open to the possibility, we just let in um, a way for the truth to reach us and a way for life to present itself to us, which is so far more beautiful than even what we see. Yeah. Do you have last couple of questions? Do you have like a, a ritual that you do every day just to keep your mind in a good place? Or you, is it just so second nature now? Do you have, do you read books every day? Do you meditate? Mm. Is, or is there a, a habit that you use to keep the mind working in a, in a proper way or in its, I'm going to answer way? that in two ways. I'm going to yeah. answer pre the greatest secret mm. and post post releasing. So pre The Greatest Secret, I absolutely had rituals day and night. 
And so I did gratitude. I also intended the day. I looked ahead into the day and I saw and asked for the way that I wanted the day to go. Mm. I also did it at night. At night, I looked back over the day and looked for the the best thing about that day Mm. and singled out the thing that I felt was the best thing about that day. And I would always have lots of things come up and I would be grateful for each of those things and then I would intend the next day. Tomorrow is going to be an incredible day. Like I would just experiment. So, for example, I would say tomorrow there is going to be a surprise coming that is going to be incredible and amazing. And so, and sure enough, there would be, or I would say tomorrow there's going to be great news. And I can tell you every single time the next day somebody would say to me, I've got great news for you. Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Always like that. So, Yes, I had absolute rituals. If I felt that my emotions plummeted, I would use all of the things that I've said in the secret shifters and I would shift myself to feel better. And I really worked at being aware of my thoughts because if you are aware of your thoughts, they no longer have control over you. No longer. You just have to become aware of them. And I would be aware of how I was feeling as well because that's a really good indicator of what you're thinking. So that was pre-secret. And then post-secret, I just, post-secret, I would look for all of the things to release. Mm. And so if something would come up, if I would, somebody was talking about something and I'd noticed there was a little bit of an emotional charge in me, like I had an opinion around that. Opinions aren't Mm. very good for us. They're not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh Because they're fixed. Mm. And and so I would notice if I had an emotional charge and then I would just release it. And so post-secret, I just kept releasing everything. When an emotion came, I'd be like, yes, and release it so that I would, so I no longer feel anger. I've released all the anger in my body. I no longer can have grief. That is impossible. I've released all of the grief. And so most of the emotions now I've released. And if I feel something like this morning, there was like this flash of impatience because my dog vomited on our sofa. (laughs) And I was getting ready for the (laughs) love. Oh, no. But anyway, the moment that I just like noticed it, like it's really interesting, like that energy just bursts into joy, like that impatient energy just goes into joy. Amazing. Um, So, yeah, so I just did all of releasing and then I do not have a mind that delivers thoughts. I only use my mind to think of what I want or yeah I I use it for what it was intended for and when you say do I meditate Mm -hmm. I never took the path of cross-legged meditating Mm -hmm. for hours and the reason that I didn't do that is because I wanted to reach a huge amount of the population and I didn't think they would do that Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like everybody would sit down cross-legged and and meditate for hours. So I wanted to find another way for people to be free. Um, 
But if you are aware, can I just say this, that if you are aware, you are meditating. Ooh, ooh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. I love that. Okay, last, wow. I I feel like after this interview, I'm going to sit down for a moment and contemplate a lot of this. This was profound. If you, if you had one message for the world that you could really help everybody see on, in the forefront of their brain, what, what would that message be? Wow. Hmm. You are the one and only infinite being that is all the love in the universe that you see. You are the one and only power that exists. You are all the intelligence, all the knowing, all of the beauty. You are complete freedom, total joy. And find that one. Hey, Resetters, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for all your wonderful reviews and those of you that have left me comments on iTunes. I just greatly appreciate your thoughtfulness and how much you guys are enjoying these episodes. And it it seems like you're enjoying them as much as I am enjoying doing them. One of the things that I've learned in just interacting with so many people is that we've really lost the art of deep conversations. And for me, the Resetter Podcast stands for having meaningful conversations with people who are thinking about health, about life, about mindset in a way that we may not be getting on social media or in mainstream media. And so I just want to say, give you guys a shout out and just say thank you for participating in this process with me because as much as I absolutely love delivering the information to you I love even more knowing that it's impacting your life so please let us know if there's anything we can do to make this podcast more customized to you to make it better we are now officially in season two and we are working to bring you the best conversations that health influencers have that mindset changers can give and to really deliver you something that you're not able to get anywhere else. So from the bottom of my heart, as I always say in my YouTube, from the bottom of my heart, I am deeply appreciative of you. I am deeply grateful to be on this journey with you and let's get healthy together.